This is Eye on Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Welcome back to the Eye on Foxborough podcast. I'm Chris Mason. Today I'll be joined by fellow Patriots beat writer Mark Daniels. And we're going to dive into a huge game in the Meadowlands this weekend. On today's episode, we're going to get into Sauce Gardner's comments about the Patriots offense. The Pop Douglas benching. Will you see him this weekend? We're going to make our predictions. And it looks like there might be an unnamed tropical cyclone bearing down on the Meadowlands. So that should be a very interesting, very interesting part of what could become a weather game. We know Belichick's track record in those, but in this instance, does it favor the Jets? We'll dive into all that. Before we get into the pod, we have a couple promo codes for you. At Caesars, if you use promo code MASSGET, M-A-S-S-G-E-T, you bet $50, you'll get it. $250 in bonus bets. That's $250 in bonus bets with promo code MASSGET at Caesars. And at BetMGM with promo code MASSLIVE. There will be a deposit match up to $1,000, and that's with promo code MASSLIVE, M-A-S-S-L-I-V-E, at BetMGM. One bet that I like this week, and Mark does too, which we'll dive into more later, is Patriots Jets under 36.5 in the Meadowlands. I think this tropical cyclone could wreak some havoc, and either way, neither offense is particularly high octane. Hammer the under here. I know, it's not fun to bet the under, but here, it's a smart move. So thanks for following along, and let's get to the pod. Welcome back to Ion Foxborough. I'm Chris Mason, joined by Mark Daniels. Mark, happy Jets week. Happy Jets week, everyone. You know, they used to say, "What's what are the uh, what's what happens in life? It's like death and taxes." I mean, historically though, it's been like death, taxes, and the Patriots beating the New York Jets. So after starting off zero and two for a team that desperately needs a win, I think the Patriots are welcoming in Jets week, right? I mean, you, you've We've won, uh, we, the Patriots have won 14 straight heading into this. So yeah, happy Jets week, everyone. Hopefully it's it's happy for the Patriots because if it is not, heads might roll. I think for the Patriots, this is really more of a happy Zach Wilson week than anything because, Fair. you know, this, this was one that was circled on the calendar because it was Aaron Rodgers against the Patriots. Not happening now. Aaron Rodgers out for, I mean, everyone's. Thinks the season, he's saying maybe the playoffs, that's not how Achilles work. Aaron, I don't know. I don't care how many psychedelics you take. I don't think you're going to be back in January. But they will see Zach Wilson this weekend, and he has been an absolute nightmare for his team against the Patriots, where he's basically just been a walking turnover. Um, The stats aren't pretty. The stats are so bad that I'm sure the Patriots defensive players are a bit giddy this week. So Zach Wilson has played the Patriots four times. He's 0-4. He's thrown two touchdowns and has seven interceptions. He's completed 50% of his passes. Um, he's been really, really bad. His quarterback rating against Bill Belichick is 50.6. He's been horrendous. And frankly, he's coming off another poor game against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I it was watching it a little bit. It was really, really tough to watch because the Jets were so poor offensively. They lost 30-10. to 10. Zach Wilson threw 170 yards. He completed 44% of his passes, threw one touchdown and three picks. Nope, that's that won't do in the NFL. He didn't he didn't look like a starting quarterback on Sunday. No, and it felt like in those Patriots matchups, Devin McCourty was his favorite receiver, where he just found a way to hit Devin the numbers over and over and over again. You know it gets bad when the home crowd starts to cheer when you throw the ball away. And that's what they were doing so to Zach funny. Wilson. Yep. <laughs> um 
But from a Patriots perspective, do you feel like the season's on the line this week? Uh, 100%. You know, it's it's one thing to be 0-2. You can come out of that. The Patriots have been here before. 0-3, it's it's an entire different ball game. So let's let's put some stats out there because I, I love stats. 0-3, the Patriots have not been 0-3 since 2000, Bill Belichick's first year. They ended up finishing 5-11. and Prior to that, their last 0-3 start was 1993. They then went on to finish 5-11. and You want to go back to that? It was 92, and they only won two games. So historically speaking, teams that start off – 0 and 3 or Patriot team to start 0 and 3, they play really, really poorly, and it's hard to get out of that hole. To make it worse, if you start 0 and 3 and you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets, you then go on the road to Dallas. The Cowboys are averaging, I want to say, somewhere around 35 points per game right now through two contests. They're really good. They're off. You have to essentially score over 30 to beat the Cowboys. Patriots haven't shown they can score over 20. So if you're the Patriots and you lose, I think 0-3 turns into 0-4, and, and that turns into will Bill Belichick still be the head coach by, you know, next February. I agree that it's definitely going to be a slippery slope to 0-4 if they lose um, on Sunday, just because the Cowboys have looked really good thus far. And they they really smoked both New York teams. Jets and Giants made easy work of them going on the road to Dallas. I, I don't like their chances in that game. So that's this does feel like a must win where even if you're one and three after that one, but you have the Jets win in your back pocket, you could talk yourself into being in the wild card race. You can kind of stay afloat, but at 0 and 4, you're going to be dead, dead. And I think that's what's coming at if, o, if they lose. Yeah. At 0 and 4, you know, we not only start to talk about the Patriots head coach situation, but even like the lottery, you know, the, the, when's the last time the Patriots have had a top 10 pick? It's like, you know, they're sort of in this weird place right now where, you know, you're in the first round, you're picking in the mid-teens or late-teens. It's it's kind of hard. But, hey, man, if, if a really poor season results, you know, Gerard Mayo taking over and the Patriots getting Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, it, it could make for an interesting 2024. Of course – it's only week three, guys, so we're not going to completely overreact, overreact just yet. Chris, Caleb Williams scouting reports will not come until not, later in the season if that road is what they go down. But I think Matthew Judon, and speaking Thursday afternoon, had a good point about this, where there's been some murmurs of a players-only meeting that didn't didn't happen based on what we both heard. And Judon said that again today. But he said, we don't need a come-to-Jesus moment right now in week two. You know, that's or after two weeks, that's not the time or the place when that would happen. Everyone on this Patriots roster knows what they need to do. They just haven't done it yet. And here's the thing I've learned about the Patriots through two weeks, talking to players in the locker room. It's that they're all really confident. This is a team that's close-knit. They they get together. They hang out off the field. They believe in one another. And that includes offense. Offensive skill players believe in one another. Mac Jones believe in what, believes in what Bill O'Brien is doing. The issues, though, are I think are pretty clear. You know, when Matthew Judon says, we all know what we have to do, I think we kind of also know what the Patriots have to do, right, Chris? Yeah. Like, I think for me, it's it's the same storyline every week, every podcast. What's the biggest thing that has to happen to the Patriots this year? What's what's the biggest key? It's like, well, the Patriots have to block better, right? It's, yeah. it's like kind of as simple as Patriots need to get healthy on the offensive line. They have to block. And when that happens, you would hope the results change. Like this weekend, if that happens, you would hope the Patriots would beat Zach, you know, Zach Wilson in the New York Jets, if they can actually run block and pass block. And though Mark says it's the same storyline every week, let, let it be known that the Ion Fox Row podcast is different every week. So you should keep listening. It's not the same pod over and over again. But the offensive line is obviously a major concern and they, they need to play better. If Trent Brown's out of concussion protocol, they'll have their starting five back. They need to get it done. They need to get it done, and I also do wonder if we'll see a change come at right tackle. Calvin Anderson was not very good. 
Um, but that's not the only aspect of this game, right? The Jets, yeah. they have a good defense. They have really good secondary. And Chris, they have a really, really good cornerback, Sauce Gardner, who was talking about the Patriots this this week. He sure was. On Wednesday, he produced this soundbite. They don't really have a complex offense. It's pretty simple for the quarterback to get. The gap scheme, everything is really simple, but they excel at it. What they try to do is get other people to mess up and make mistakes. They just do everything right. Now, I don't know about the second part of that quote as someone that's been watching this team for a few years now, week after week. But the first part is the one that's drawn a ton of headlines that they don't have a complex offense. Mark, do you think the Patriots offense is complex right now? I'll be honest, I don't. And and I don't think it's a knock on Bill O'Brien or even really a knock on the Patriots. I think what you're seeing offensively is a result of the of an offensive line that can't block. So what's happening is you're seeing more quick hit, short passes. Mac Jones leads the NFL in passing attempts, people, and passing completions. And the only reason he does, the only reason, is because he's thrown it like four to five yards per pass. The only reason that's happening, the Patriots have had injuries to their two starting guards, to their left tackle. We don't know, still know, don't know who the right tackle should be. That's what's happening. They can't pass block. They can't run block. They're throwing the ball a ton, but it's these quicker hit stuff to try to save Mac Jones. So when I heard that from Sauce, I said, you know what? You're right. It is simple right now, but it kind of has to be. Right. And it's kind of amusing after last year's Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, like call another screen experiment that they're very, very reliant on the quick game right now. But I think that's need based versus choice based where, you know, Mac doesn't have time for these seven step drops it's everything's out soon it's out quick and it just kind of needs to be that way right now so i have no problem with what sauce said i I think it is a simple offense right now right and and last year i looked i compared the first two games last year to the first two games this year last year mac jones was sacked twice first two games this year he's been sacked six times i mean this year the patriots running backs are averaging under 3.5 yards per carry they're really really struggling up front but what you're seeing from bill o'brien is him adjusting to the personnel him adjusting to the problems and chris i think that's actually been a good sign because last year they didn't adjust to anything it was just the same mediocre offense a day in day out play in play out it was horrifying to watch and if anything if anything bill o'brien can adjust to a really bad situation yeah, and this offense, I mean, you're also seeing some motion. You're seeing some interesting concepts beyond that. This is not the Matt Patricia offense. The Matt Patricia offense was impossible to watch. Further complicating this weekend's game, there is an unnamed tropical cyclone that could be hitting the Meadowlands on Sunday afternoon, which would make for a fascinating weather game. Mark, if a monsoon hits New Jersey, who do you think that favors? Got to be honest, people, it's not the Patriots. If a monsoon hits New Jersey when the Patriots and the Jets kick off at one o'clock, it favors Zach Wilson and the Jets because it means Zach Wilson won't need to throw the ball. We've seen a monsoon play out before, right? Patriots versus the Bills. Who did that benefit? Well, it benefited the Patriots because it really made Josh Allen useless in that game. This game, however, it would favor the Jets. It would mean they're running the ball behind Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook the entire time. And you know what? I've got to be honest. The Jets have a better defensive line and probably a better offensive line than the Patriots. So if this tropical storm comes in, you have 50 mile, 50 mile an hour per wins, man, they're not going to be going to Zach Wilson. Hell, the Jets would probably be thrilled to run the ball the entire game. That's a matchup, honestly. I could actually see the Patriots losing. It would be really ugly. It would be like six to three. And then people would still probably freak out. Hey, man, at least you would have an excuse for the weather, although we don't like excuses. But that is a really interesting development, you know, for two people who have been to a weather game before that was insane. Um, You know, you'd only hope that Bill Belichick would put an experienced punt returner back in the game and not Nikhil Harry like he did in Buffalo. 
it's another topic for another day. But Chris, I, I honestly, a tropical storm favors the Jets because it means less Zach Wilson. Do you want to ask Bill about the Nikhil thing tomorrow morning? Because we still have or Friday morning. We still we still got an answer on that one years later. One of the most perplexing decisions I've seen covering the team. Maybe when he's retired. Yeah, but I, I do think that this cyclone, this unnamed tropical cyclone, could ultimately save the Jets from themselves. You know, fewer passing attempts for Zach Wilson is almost inherently a good thing based on the way he plays. Although... <laughs> There is a very funny scenario that plays out where the Patriots get ahead and then Zach Wilson has to grip it and rip it and just throw into tropical storm force winds to try and get the Jets back. And maybe there's a course correction there. You know, maybe he becomes a really accurate passer because of it. But I don't I don't see that happening. Um, I think that weather games always favor the better team in the trenches. And I, I do think it's the Jets here where that Buffalo game, like the Patriots won that because they were able to run the same plays over and over and over again. And that was still just a 14 to 10 game, but the off, like the Patriots offensive line took over there for a while. And that was really the difference. Um, I, I don't see that happening with a, a really strong Jets front. You know, is, is Quinn and Williams just going to get pushed around like Buffalo's defensive line did in that game? I, I don't see it happening. And, and I'm sure the Jets defensive line is salivating at the thought of going up against the Patriots offensive line right now, especially on the right tackle spot, whoever is going to start at, at right tackle. You know, Chris, there's a lot of interesting aspects to this game, but I think another thing that, you know, we should sort of talk about too is is the Patriots' run game, right? Because if maybe the tropical storm hits and they have to run the ball a lot, are you confident that Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott can turn this around? Because for me, I thought heading into the season, the strong point of the offense would be Ramondre Stevenson. And so far, it's it hasn't been there. You know, like how confident are you that, you know, this is something that can turn around? I'm not terribly confident because I don't think it's on the running backs, you know, running backs, they get all the glory, but it's the offensive line that makes a lot of these guys go and the Patriots offensive line just hasn't been there. So I don't think there's a magic, you know, a magic switch that they can flip where Ramondre was still last week turning some like should have been dropped in the backfield into there's one carry that he turned one of those into an eight yard gain. It's like, wow, that's really impressive. But the reason it's impressive is because it doesn't happen a lot, you know, like that. You, you can't do that every play. You can't rely on that. And, you know, I think at this stage in his career, Zeke Elliott's going to be a good short yardage guy, but I, I don't see him as an every down type either. So I, I, I don't see them like waving a magic wand and fixing that. Right now, the Patriots are averaging 82 rushing yards per game. That is 27th in the NFL, and that's a really big surprise. And it's been a big emphasis this week. We've we both talked to you know Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott, who came to the podium, and even David Andrews, you know, on Thursday was like, you know, we, they have to win better. They I mean, have to they have to play better. They have to you know win their blocks up front. There ha there has to be less mistake. So one player who could make an impact on Sunday if he gets out of Bill Belichick's doghouse is Pop Douglas. I think it was surprising to a lot of us to see him just totally benched after that first quarter fumble last week. And the Patriots offense suffered because of it. Mark, do you think he gets out of the doghouse this weekend? Well, I think he has to be out of the doghouse because the Patriots need him. I mean, he has more wiggle than any player on offense on the Patriots roster. He has the ability to catch a ball with two, three guys in front of him and make them all miss and, and get a positive gain. We're not seeing that from anyone else. You know, it, it's it's a great question because in the past – in the past, those players who have fumbled, those rookies, have sat. Ramondre Stevenson told us the story this week. He fumbled in his first game as a rookie. He was inactive for the next three weeks in a row, which is crazy to think about it because Ramondre was actually pretty good as a rookie. So I don't think the Patriots are in a position, or Bill Belichick's in a position where you can say, yeah, you know what? 
let's 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 teach this rookie a lesson and not play him. You know what? I, I don't I don't think they can afford to. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think the Ramadre situation is kind of interesting too. And it's different in that it wasn't just the fumble in that game. He looked so lost in pass protection that he got Mac Jones absolutely killed on one rep. And I think some of that was just like he's not really ready here. I don't think that's the case with Pop Douglas. You know, it even his fumble, it wasn't like a loaf of bread situation where you, he's he's being done with the ball. He's just trying to make a play and doesn't understand that in the NFL, Bradley Chubb's 275 pounds. He can run a 4-6. Like, he was clocked at a 4-6 in the combine. These guys are really fast. And I think some of that is on the Patriots for, you know, they gave him the veteran treatment. He barely played in the preseason. And there's a reason that those games do have some value for guys. You know, th- those snaps matter. And going from a college like Liberty, Liberty University, to the NFL, that's a massive, massive leap. And he didn't get game speed in the preseason at all. 100%. And also, Marcus Jones probably won't play, and he's your he's your punt returner, right? Like, yeah. you're going into the Jets. They're a tough team. You know, you're probably going to have Pop Douglas return punts. So, yeah, I, I think he's out of the doghouse. And the, and the hope is that, you know, they can, instead of, like, holding it over his head and hitting, like, rolling up the newspaper and hitting the dog in the nose, just, like, use it as a learning experience, but give him a chance to go out and do it in New York. I think that's a big thing. He showed in week one, four catches, 40 yards. He can make a difference. Let him, let him go and do it and, and prove he can prove he's better than what happened. It does also feel so counterintuitive to bench someone on offense, but then have them catch punts where ball security is so much tougher when you're doing that than pretty much anywhere else on the field. So they trust him to do that, but not return to offense, which I, I don't think makes a ton of sense, but either way, I, I'm, Firmly with you in that he he needs to be out there this weekend. He is easily their most explosive offensive player right now. Got to get the ball in his hands. So, Chris, what, what's what's the big prediction? You got the weather. You got the Patriots 0-2. The Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers. They have Zach Wilson. You know, what's, what's your prediction for this matchup? I think the unnamed tropical cyclone is going to have a pretty significant impact. And part of that might just be me loving weather games and kind of hoping there is one. But ultimately, I think the Patriots win this one 10 to 9. I think it's ugly. I think it's a gross game. But I just cannot pick Zach Wilson against the Patriots. You know, it's like the it's almost like the reverse to a thing where <laughs> it's like Tua finds a way to like he's 5-0 against the Patriots. Zach Wilson's 0-4 against the Patriots. And I just have no faith that he's ever going to find the win column based on the way he plays. And they came into this year hoping to give him a year off, you know, reset. Suddenly you're thrown back into the fire. And what's he do? He throws three picks last week in Dallas. So I think it's the same Zach Wilson. I think it's very, very difficult to win with a guy like that in the NFL, even with a Jets defense as good as it is. I don't think the Patriots offense is going to magically be better, but I think they will do enough to beat Zach Wilson by at least one point. So 10-9. So Zach Wilson is 0-4 against the Patriots. Mac Jones is 4-0 against the Jets. Um, You know, I I have the Patriots 17-9. I think we'll see two touchdowns by the Pats. One will be off a Zach Wilson turnover and then a Chad Ryland field goal. I, I think a low-scoring affair will probably happen either way, even if the weather is perfect because the Jets have a good defense and the Pats have a good defense. But yeah, I think the Pats get out of this hole and they beat the Jets for the 15th time in a row. All right, that's our pod for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you further on down the trail. This has been Ion Foxborough. 
Brought to you by Mass Live.